Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable. With me, Sean Phelan, and brought to you by Philly Boots and Rugby Store. This week I chat to Andy Truman of Erdington RFC, winners of Gallagher's Rugby Club of the Season Award, as well as Gallagher Ambassador Ugo Monia. And thanks to our friends at Rugby Store, you can get 10% off any of your player essentials, from headguards right the way down to insoles. Just use the promo code FYBPOD at rugbystore.co.uk. That's FYBPOD at the checkout. And I thank them for supporting our show. Now, let's get to our chat with Ugo Monia and Andy Truman. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable. Uh, as you know by now, we, uh, we try and talk about all things grassroots rugby, good and bad. Uh, but this week we get to celebrate and we can celebrate with uh, Erdington RFC who have won the uh, Gallagher Rugby Club of the Season Award. And I am very thrilled to be joined by Andy Truman, or the commercial manager of Erdington Rugby Club. And uh, Ugo Monia, former Harlequins, uh, BT Sport, England, British and Irish Lions, and Gallagher Ambassador. How are we, gentlemen? Very good, thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Yeah, wonderful, thank you. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Uh, Ugo, we'll start with you. Um, why is grassroots rugby so important, especially at the moment? It really is important, not, um, and even more so at the moment, that we level of the game. I mean, within the Gallagher Premiership, there's so many superstars, but they all started somewhere and their journey started within grassroots. Myself, no different. Um, so I think it's great that Gallagher have had this on their agenda, um, that they've created awareness for some of the great work which has been done out there. Um, and when you go around, and I was fortunate enough to go to Everton Rugby Club, you know, it's, it's not just the rugby club, it's the lifeblood of the community. It offers so much more than just rugby. And uh, that's founded upon lots of volunteers that take um, time out of their day because of their passion and their love for the game to be able to provide opportunities on a rugby pitch, which, and some of those opportunities extend way beyond the rugby pitch. So I'm thrilled that we've been able to put together this uh, award and uh, I've got to say Arlington Rugby Club are thoroughly deserving of it. Absolutely, absolutely. Andy, why, why is grassroots rugby so important to you? Well, just reinforcing what you guys said really, I mean, it, rugby, you know, for me certainly, and I think for a lot of our guys, is not just um, about playing the sport on a Saturday afternoon. It's, it's the whole package, it's the whole way of life that comes with rugby. Um, it's the family, it's the community, it's the people you meet along the way. Um, you carry lifelong friendships from the rugby um, group. I know certainly, you know, I can bump into people that I played with or against 20 years later, and there's still a, a bond there, there's still a rapport. Um, and I think in our case, it was important that we extended that in the community to kids who maybe didn't get that opportunity, like a lot of the, um, the pure rugby clubs get. So um, that's where we pitched. 
So would you just tell us a little bit about Erdington RFC, uh, a little bit of history, uh, where you are today? Yeah, I mean, don't want to dwell on the history, but it, it was 1924 when it was originally formed. It shut in 2003. Lack of playing numbers at the time. We closed the clubhouse doors, intending to open again uh, in the new season. And in the interim, the Vandals burnt the clubhouse down. Um, so it was the death knell as far as we were concerned. And then um, so three years ago now, there was a, a local parent who started coaching his kids on Spring Lane Plainfield, which was our ancestral home. And we um, we got wind of it through the old boys, and we all clubbed together with the um, with the parent, and we started the. Um, the side going again the intention really was just for us to start it for kids uh, as it was we found there was an appetite and an interest from seniors um particularly parents funny enough i mean half of our senior side at the time was um and still is uh, parents of kids who've come down so a lot of them had never played rugby before so we've not only brought it to the kids we've brought it to some of the parents as well so how many sides do you run at the moment we're, we're only running the one senior side but we <laughs> We have a rotation system. It's very difficult when you've only got one side. So we've got 20 plus players all, all uh, sitting on the touchline at the moment. But we, um, we, we were close. Without COVID-19, we forecast that we would have been running at the start of this season two sides by October. Um, which, you know, considering it's a standing start three years ago. And then if you extrapolate that out, we've got in the next six months, we've probably got three or four of our uh, senior kids who will start to qualify, so um, they'll start feeding up the senior side, hopefully. So it sounds like you're thriving down there. Yeah, it's not without its challenges. I mean, as I say, COVID has, has set us back, um, certainly from a financial perspective. I mean, like a lot of charities around the country, you know, we relied heavily on private sponsorships. Um, a lot of that has dried up with COVID-19. So we are actively, I mean, part of winning this award, as far as we're concerned, is just really showcasing what we've done and, you know, holding the begging bowl out there and saying, we intend to carry this on. We want to grow it. We want to make it more accessible for more even more inner city kids. Um, but to do that, we need funding to do it. We can't, you know, we, we, we're on our uppers at the moment. <laughs> yeah, well yeah every, everyone needs funding so Ugo uh, what is the Gallagher Rugby Club Award uh, for anyone that might not have uh, seen or heard about it before so we gave every grassroots rugby club an opportunity to, to go out and nominate themselves and it's the first year that we've done it uh, which is incredible the toughest thing was getting from 100 down to 6 finalists and of those finalists was adding to the rugby club so we then had, um, we had a meeting on Zoom due to COVID. And the unfortunate thing about it is that the awards were actually meant to be given out the same night as the Premiership Awards night. So swanky Southwest London Hotel, and we'd invite our finalists down, have a table, a lovely meal, loads of free drinks. Yeah, drink plenty of alcohol. <laughs> Drinking responsibly, of course. <laughs> get the opportunity to come up on stage and get handed out the award in front of the great and the good from a rugby world. I had to take everything offline and we um, we sat down, was it a couple of weeks ago, um, six of us all chatted through the through the through the finalists and I've got to say it's a unanimous decision that should be Erdington Rugby Club. Um, haven't been there myself, Erdington is as grassroots as it gets and it very much fills it. Um, <laughs> And I think the one thing we kept coming back to was they do a lot with very little. Um, and when you look at the core values of what rugby are, 
and they've, all, they've sometimes become cliche and have been said without a lot of meaning but when you actually apply those core values into an Erdington or put, put them through an Erdington lens then they absolutely live and breathe those things and the impact they're having the work with which they do with the police uh, I've met a couple of the boys and girls that have been down there Farouk and Halima saw them again last week I mean I was thrilled to be there. I was genuinely thrilled to be there because I could see what it meant to them and the pride that they took in winning this award. Um, and so, yeah, that was the process. That's what it is. And it's something that Gallagher and myself are very proud to have championed this year, especially with, you know, some of the challenges that lots of grassroots clubs are facing at the moment. So who, who were the other clubs that, that uh, made the shortlist? Uh, Batten CI inside, Haringey ladies, I've got a list here, I, I, I interviewed Haringey ladies and Batten CI insides, the other three were um, interviewed by Danielle Waterman and other Gallagher and Bass, had, um, just trying to find them here. Kingsbridge was one. Kingsbridge was one. And Manchester, there was Manchester Trafford. Um, that's right. You're right. Um, Trafford and Long Levens. Long Levens. The last was Haringey Ladies, Trafford, Long Levens, Batiolas, Kingsbridge, and Erdington. Yeah, there you are. A brilliant lineup. And, and um, so, so how did you feel, Andy, about finding out that you had won this award, and how was the reaction down the club? <clears throat> Well, unfortunately, I was the one person they told, so somebody had to coordinate the effort, <laughs> which <laughs> on the day was a little bit hectic anyway, um, trying to keep it secret and then trying to contain it also for a couple of days after the award before the official announcement was made. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it was just it was just a massive, um, you know, massive boost for the club. I mean, it, it was great as well to see you go down there and, and the guys from Gallagher as well. I mean, there was... There was an obvious sense of um, achievement in what they'd done as well, which was great to see, yeah. um, you know, and it was genuinely felt. And I think, you know, as a club, there's no better accolade we could have got, recognition of the hard work that the volunteers put in and the hard work of the kids as well. I mean, the kids, you know, I've said to you, some of these kids travel from the other side of Birmingham to get to us. They catch two buses. It takes them an hour. Um, you know, that's a lot of effort to put in. So Definitely. obviously we're doing something right to draw them from that distance, but also they have to be, you know, putting the effort in themselves, which is great. Can I just say just quickly as well, because Andy, I've chatted to you a couple of times, met you in person last week, but I think you, um, I mean, you're incredibly humble in the work in which you do, because I think a lot of the catalyst, a lot of the driving force, the passion, the energy, not just to, get Erdington to where it is, but to sustain it, um, comes through you and you very much embody and encompass what this award is all about. So in terms of unsung heroes, if there was an award for that, I think you would also be the recipient of that. Um, I think the world needs a lot more Andes in this world um, because through the, the effort and determination and drive, whether it's cooking the chips or getting that in, guys and girls in, you're, no. you're doing a remarkable job. But for every person that you're bringing into rugby, the, the filtering effect throughout the community is just unbelievable. So I think it's only fair just to be able to credit you with the hard work you do because 
I'm sure the boys and girls tell you and everyone else in the clubs tell you, but it's important for me to say it's to you because uh, yeah, you're, you're a fine human being. Well, thank you for that. I mean, I, there's, there's 20 more of me down at Erdington. The only difference is I've got the biggest mouth, so I'm the one that... But we do, I mean, as a group of individuals, and I, I actually, I take this on a wider perspective. The Erdington area generally, um, it's a very community-based area. Um, the, you know, during lockdown, there was a lot more help and support for people in the Erdington area coming from people from Erdington. Um, than I saw in some of the surrounding areas and, and you know that's testament to the type of people that, that are there and, and why we choose to you know play rugby at Erdington and be part of that wider community. Definitely There's, there should be more like you and I'm sure there are lots more like you around the country Andy and uh, everyone at Erdington like, for, from, from me you know, uh, want to congratulate you as well. So what are the plans for the future Andy? Oh, well, <laughs> um, well, we'd like to see the virus disappear so we can just yeah. actually get on with rugby. Well, it's, it's probably impacting us slightly more than some clubs in terms of the kids setup because a lot of our kids that we draw down there, we draw down because of the contact aspect to the game. Um, they really are keen to get that aggression out and, and, and get stuck in. Um, and they've not been brought up in rugby backgrounds and maybe not have that discipline to just stick with the sport and play, play the touch game, etc. So we're hoping the virus disappears very soon. Um, as a club, we, we're hoping to uh, gain the lease on the fields that uh, we use on Spring Lane. Um, if that's the case, then we'll be, again, getting the begging bowl out for some investment. We need facilities. We know with better facilities we can draw even more kids, but we want to be able to do that with our current free offering for uh, for kids. So we also would like to see more people taking up on that free offering. So kids in the area, you know, getting wind of the fact we 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 market it as best as we can, and this is a great platform for us to do that to get even more kids Absolutely. involved. Um, and then ultimately, who knows? You know. We'd like to think that in the future, we're not a club that's out there to, to win major trophies when it comes to the actual sport, but it'd be lovely to see some of our kids, um, you know, even play, play for bigger clubs than us. It'd be great. That would be amazing. And it sounds like you are the perfect winners of this, this title. What, what, Ugo, what is the, the, the prize for, for anyone that doesn't know and may want to get involved next year? <laughs> You'll have to go to my email. <laughs> I, I, I actually don't have all of those things. Andy, up. Andy, and Andy, what was I, the prize? And it's, <laughs> and it's changed a little bit. It's changed. Yeah. When it comes to the Premiership final, for example, I know that. I know there's been yeah. a load of kits sent down, there was tickets, and obviously yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's been changed. But. Um, yeah, well, uh, uh, Andy, you, you might know better. Than yeah, I mean, just for getting through to the, the last six, we got £1,000 worth of training equipment. Um, we were due to be hosted by Wasps with a kids' training session down at the Wasps ground, but again, with COVID, that was put on hold. Um, initially, that was supposed to be 100 tickets for the Gallagher final, but again, with COVID, that's, that's obviously stopped. So we have got a £2,000 bundle of uh, equipment coming down from Gilbert. Um, oh, fantastic. As, as the reward so yeah great absolutely fantastic um ugo uh just finally to you mate um what does it mean to you to be part of something like this to see the what it will do to erdington and um 
know, their plans for their future. Yeah, I guess in my line of work, you know, I, I'm, I'm heavily involved in rugby and I love it. You know, commentating, I think it's great. I'm in the most competitive league in the world, I think. That's, that's, yeah, that's my take on the Gaelic and Premiership. But I think there's some things that are far bigger and far more impactful and far greater than our sport. And it's been involved in uh, stuff like this. And it's part of the reason why I'm very proud to be a Gallagher ambassador. They're not just title partners of the Premiership. There is meat on the bones. There's a purpose and a drive to what they do. And I think it's important to shine a light on the grassroots all the way through to the greats and been able to do the two. And we've been able to do that. Within a week of Erdington, um, getting an award will be focused our attention to the Gallagher Premiership final. You know? and <laughs> for me, the synergy and the time between the two are really important. I think for the boys and girls that turn up to Erdington Rugby Club, they'll be watching the Gallagher Premiership heroes of the weekend and to know that some of them have been involved. I mean, they chatted to, we had, who did we have on? We had Jack Willis, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, he's, the, he's got to be the best player in England at the moment. Absolutely. So, to have that community time, to see those local heroes, I think we, it's, often, it's become quite an often said phrase at the moment, you've got to see it to believe it. And uh, they're certainly getting to do that. I think it's desperately important that clubs like Erlington and people like Andy have their voices amplified. And I'm so proud that Gallagher have been able to do that. Definitely. Andy, last word to you. When are we going to play rugby again? <laughs> Well, <laughs> million dollar we'll, question we ask we'll, everyone <laughs> we'll be training tonight from five o'clock onwards so uh, that's the, as, as good as it gets at the moment but you know at the end of the day we, we've got to do we've got to stick within the guidelines and, and, and sweat it out like everybody else but um, come the glorious day we can start the contact again I think we'll start to see our numbers taking off again which is what we need absolutely absolutely gentlemen uh, I just want to thank you both for joining us um, it's been an absolute pleasure to hear the story of Erdington. Um, let's uh, let's keep in touch, Andy. Let's uh, let's try and help as much as possible. That's what we do at Philly Boots. Yeah. We try and help as give uh, grassroots clubs like yours the platform to to get things off your chest and celebrate. More importantly, celebrate you. So, um, Andy, Ugo, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thanks to Gallagher for, for uh, arranging this for us. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much. No problem. Great commitment being out in the rain as well, Sean. Oh, I know, yeah. yeah. I am out in the rain. I am out in the <laughs> rain. I thought, I've just started a new job, and I thought this would be the most quiet place. It was dry when I got out here, and it's not. It is absolutely wet. Laptop soaking. But do you know what? It's, it's absolutely worth it. So... Good time, Paul. Take care. Thanks. Thanks Good to meet you, Sean. Cheers, everybody. Thank Cheers, you. Andy. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheers, Andy. Thank you. Perfect. Thank Hi. you, Hi. Hi. Thanks, Olivia. No worries. I've got uh, that. Thanks again to Ugo and Andy for joining me. Huge thanks to Rugby Store for supporting our show. Don't forget to get 10% off anything at rugbystore.co.uk by using the promo code FYBPOD. Next week is round two with RFU Rugby Development Director Steve Granger. Steve will be answering your questions live on Thursday the 22nd of October at facebook.com slash FYBRugby. 
So keep an eye out to find out how you can get your questions into Steve. And for more information on Philly Boots, please visit fybrugby.com. I've been Sean Phelan and you've been listening to the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable.